Cliffcentral.com. Yeah, baby. Yeah. What a week. What a day. Welcome to it. It is, of course, Unplugged and In Charge. It is the one and only place where you get motivation, inspiration, and a whole lot of action all in one place and entertainment as well. Of course, my name is Weza Matomane. Um, uh, it is uh, w- such a great day today. It is the 16th of June. It is one of those really, really big days in South African history. It is also a big day for South African youth as well. Of course, I'm not alone. I'm here with a couple of gentlemen. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing? Oh, good, buddy. What a time to be alive. Oh, no. What a time <laughs> to be alive. And then I also got Mr. Von Thiel right here as well. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm good, bro. Yo, I've been running around. Yeah, yeah. Public holiday. What? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Public holiday for who? Man, it's, cra- it's been crazy. It's hey, been someone crazy. Like, a, like a jacket, bro. Sims in a... In a boys' high blazer. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Trying to live up to the Ra- day. Ripping, bro. ripping. I yeah, see bro. you still got your badges. Yeah, bro. But these look like they're not the prestigious badges. This is eh? the prefect's badge, and that's the blood donation. That, that's, that's how your prefect's badge looks like? Yeah, <laughs> where's it just, very where's glamorous, it just shit on the whole boys' high <laughs> prefect? <laughs> <laughs> this guy, he's just killing people. He's just killing people. Like, oh, that's not the prestigious one. Oh, by the way, this is my prefect's badge. What? <laughs> it just looked like a badge. You know those badges you could just get yeah, for like 20 bucks in jail? You can pay like, quick. Quick, quick. Meanwhile, it is. <laughs> <laughs> It's a coveted badge hey, in boys' high. Uh, but it's the meaning. It's not the look. Yeah, yeah right. I think that they normally they try to stick to you know the things from back back in the day. Yeah. So I I guess this is also sticking to that whole back back in the day look. Very traditional school, I have to say, man. <laughs> but all ab- it's all about remembering where we come from, bro. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think that's the most important thing. Now now that I think back, high school is quite a, a journey. Yeah. And when I think back to forty years ago today, high school kids were getting shot, dog, in the streets. Mm. Could you yeah. imagine yourself getting shot in the streets in high school, dog? Yeah, I don't know. Eh? Sure, no, dog. I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, too uh, deep, dog. All right, guys. So let's let's talk a bit about highlights of the week. I know, um, Simpiri, you were quite busy. Yeah, I, I actually haven't been able to catch up with you because you're just so busy and you're so secretive these days. Now so share yeah. with us what <laughs> have you been up to? Uh, so I've been at Cliff Central the whole week. Um, yeah. we've been working on a youth day project. It was a uh, my June 16 project. Uh, yeah. I was actually working with Michael Flex. Mm-hmm. And what we were doing is we were trying to redefine the narrative of what June 16 is all about. We had a couple of uh, young influencers in studio with us. And the show actually played this morning on the Gareth Cliff show. It was deep, bro. It was quite interesting to hear the different points of views of uh, various people in different industries. And what June 16 is all about and how we can incorporate what we learned from the past to move forward into the future. Yeah. It was a session, bro. I have to say, I mean, we were trending on Twitter this morning. Wow. Yeah. So hashtag my June 16. I'm sharing my story today on Twitter with uh, hashtag my June 16. It's quite an interesting Super time. Super fantastic. It's, a, it's, a t- it's an, ent- an, an exciting time to be alive, bro. All right, cool. So if you want to have a look at that podcast or just have a listen, we can probably go on to the Gareth Cliff Show. Yeah, so it's gonna, there's a special um, My June 16 uh, segment on the website. Yeah. But I'll post a link on my Twitter timeline. All Check right. Check it out there. Cool stuff. All yeah. right. That, that was pretty proper. Yeah, Anything else week. lined up for the week? Oh, yeah. No, I'm emceeing an event on Saturday. Yeah. So just uh, one of those little things. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get some work out there. You know, we've got to yeah. make some money, you know. But it's 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 Fantastic. all I can say is that it's interesting, bro. Like, uh, we are the youth of this country, and there are so many opportunities out there for us. We just need to go out there, work hard for them, and grab them. Yeah. Because they're waiting for us. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, bro. And uh, Mr. Vaughn. 
Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Self-employed. <laughs> Wonder everything. So, yeah. so tell us how the journey is going and uh, what's the highlight for the week? <laughs> uh, the highlight for the week, yo, man, it's been it's been crazy. It feels like it feels like I've been a, it's been a long week and it's only yeah. been like two days, right? Mm. Um, I don't know, man. I got a bit. I don't know. It was a little bit of a slow week, man. I got a bit sick uh, on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, I stayed home, man. I wasn't feeling good. Um, but I think the highlights. I would say the highlight would be. Uh, the highlight would be the feeling of, of, of just like a personal feeling of moving. You know? Yeah. Like uh, sometimes some things don't really have to happen to you to have a highlight. You can just kind of feel them inside, you know. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, man. I think my my uh, my highlight is that uh, you know I feel like I'm moving. Um, I feel like um, uh, it's just the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah, sometimes when something's just the beginning, it's it's a it's a real motivator, you know, because. Mm. If this is where we're starting, you know who, where can where we're gonna end. Yeah. It's an exciting place yeah. to be in, right? Yeah, it's crazy. It's cool, man. So yeah, I'd say I'd, I'd say like just a little bit of introspection and uh, a little bit of uh, sort of self awareness was my highlight of the week. Yeah. Mm. All right, proper stuff. I what? know you got a couple of highlights. A couple of highlights. Yeah, well, uh, I've got. You've been busy, your, also, man. Man, <laughs> oh man. Let's be real. <laughs> where's always yeah, got man. highlights, dog? Where's, 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 where's you know where's where's his weeks are like? You know when you watch Super Sport Channel Two Hundred? <laughs> yeah, it goes. Uh, what a week! Cuts, <laughs> <laughs> cuts, 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 cuts. Cut. The next thing you see, you know, six of the best. With, with some commentator <laughs> in the background narrating his week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, there's a there's been quite a lot of really good things. I've landed my first. Acting modeling gig like a big one, like hey, with nice. an international, an international cologne type of thing. So oh, that's cool, pretty man. cool. It's yeah, pretty it's big for me. For Adverts, me, I was like, TV yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, man. So it's I have to act out this billionaire dude in a mansion, and you know that whole. They're gonna fly it on TV. Yeah, I, I think so. Oh, yeah, cool. I don't know if it's. I, I think it's gonna be an African TV, but oh. I'm not. I'm not hundred percent sure. Oh, cool. But I'm sure it will be on YouTube as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that, man. We're going to be shooting pretty soon. Um, there's been quite a lot of things, but I think taking the attention away from just me and making it about the team, some of the really great highlights are number one, motivation million. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yesterday yeah. we were speaking kicked at, uh, yeah, we kicked off yesterday. We yeah. were speaking at, uh, at, uh, City Bain College. So, I mean, our mission now of motivating a million young people has finally kicked off. So, uh, City Bain College. Were, were the first to taste the victory <laughs> or the I don't know yeah. what I call it but uh, <laughs> yeah man it was it was a really good time we went down there uh, yesterday it was uh, three of us mm. that and, looked like yeah. quite a session bro it so, was right yeah. uh, and uh, I, it, it was it was fantastic and we we um, you know returned last night as well so that was f- very good Motivation Million seems to to be you know starting and it's going very well in fact we even have an sms line now yeah. as well so people who want to you know help us in terms of the transportation of these young motivational yeah. speakers we got about a hundred of them and they they're all ready and eager to go out and, and talk at schools and so on and i mean if you want to you know just help out with uh you know trying to help out with the transportation of these young speakers you can just sms motivate to 48748 it's a simple as that so i mean that's pretty cool i mean we got an sms line guys yeah, like bro. this feels like it's so legit now you know <laughs> yeah. yeah so that's so that dope, that's, that's some that's, really good stuff yeah, yeah that's it's really coming good. along and then uh also a big thing is that uh the young leaders seminar that we had last year yeah. well it's coming back again this year it's going to be bigger and bigger
better this time around though. 22nd of July. Yeah, 22nd of July is the date. You need to save that date. We finally made it public today. Of course, you guys as the tribe of superstar leaders, you ca- you guys kind of knew a little bit uh, in advance, yeah. you know, yeah, uh, before, before everybody else. But everyone else knows now too. So um, pretty soon tickles, tickets will be available at CompuTicket. But for now, at least you know the date. It's going to start at around uh, half past six-ish, somewhere around there. It's at uh, the University of Pretoria, the Museion Theatre. And that is something that could really also uh, be mind-blowing this year because uh, now that we, uh, you know, now that we've done so much, we have so much attention from certain people that want to be involved and want to take part in it some way or the other. So you can expect a little something different from last year. We always try to make sure that it's it's not your average seminar. It is, you know, it's something that should really, um, you know, um, take your breath away and leave you feeling like, wow, I am in charge. And, and and that's exactly what we try to do. This is where it started time. for us. Now that that's I think tough. about it, because that was a, a huge turning point in our yeah, journey right? last year, bro. So I'm really looking forward to a year later to see how far we've come along, what the response is going to be. There's going to be a whole lot of different things happening this year. It's it's going to be quite exciting. I'm looking forward to it, man. It's crazy to think that it was it's it's a year it's a year ago, right? How yeah. much happened in this last year, dude? Yo, so much. Since the, yeah. since the first young leadership seminar to this one, it's crazy, yeah. man. It feels like it's, it's not been just a year. Hey, bro, yeah. it, it feels, feels like, like it's three been years. a long time. <laughs> Dog. Yeah, Yo, feels, and the like, growth and everything. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's and like I mean, accelerated growth, right? Like we made so many promises there. I was, you know, yes. and that's, you know, sometimes that's the, you know, the the feeling of fear. Like, whoa, what if we disappoint all yeah. these people? You know, because <laughs> now you've said, yeah, we trying to make a TED talk of Africa. <laughs> we gonna come out. We are gonna be the best thing ever. Yes. And then you're like, hey, yeah. we. I hope we we when keep you get it off, up. You're like, oh, yeah, we said bro. a lot. You know, it's like it's like starting a a, a marathon. You're like, and people are like, ah, we're watching you. You know, we're waiting for you to die out. Everyone is waiting to see. Hey, look at this one. Look at this one. He ran fast. Let's see. Let's see. But then you see they're like, yo. But these boys no, are and he's still going. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> why are they stopping? Why are they yeah, stopping? Yeah, man. <laughs> these boys are fit. Yo. <laughs> yeah, like Drake said, most of y'all niggas ain't built for the league. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least we built for the league, guys. Yeah, yeah doing man. the most, dog. Doing the most. It's an exciting doing the time most. to be alive. Yeah. Um, so a couple of really cool things that we got lined up today. Um, one of them is something really, really amazing. Imagine this. I mean, it's June 16, 40 years ago. It's right there. I think it was in Shopville, if I'm not mistaken. No, Soweto, bro. Soweto. Yeah. Well, it, it, the, I think the, the, it was a widespread thing. There was something happening in Soweto, Shopville and everywhere, but this one particularly is yeah. Soweto. Yes, you're yeah. right. So imagine that it's Soweto and, um, you're right there. You're right there. You're seeing everything. You are right there. There's, you know, there's stunt grenades going. There's smoke bombs going. You see everything. You, you're cheering. You're chanting. You're dancing. You're kind of tired. Your toughies is already, you know, they already finished. worn out. Yeah. You got that angle on your toughies already. You know, it's it's already June. So you've been walking with these shoes. And you know you've and been dragging your feet too. You know what I mean? So and and you, worn out. you're wearing your school uniform, but it's a shirt from last night because you didn't get a chance to wash it yeah. this time around. That time and you it's also... 
Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm also thinking about the fact that, hey, next week I'm supposed to be writing exams and they're trying yes. to force me to write in, in Afrikaans. But this language, I don't even know it. But yeah. man, I don't know what's going to happen today. But I need oh, to please. fight for myself. And you're out here, you're hoping that the sun is going to, you know, straighten your, your shirt for uh, you. But it's winter time, so, so it's, it's a bit dry. cold today. And it's cold and it's dry, though. Yeah, right. And, uh, and we're actually going to chat to a gentleman that was there. Yeah, yeah. a little bit later on in the show, we're going to chat to a gentleman who was actually there. He saw everything. He was right there, actively involved. All right, so it's 40 years on, and uh, we're just going to hear what he has to say about that time and what he has to say about, you know, how South Africa has turned out as well. So we're going to be chatting to that gentleman in a short little while. And uh, But we, we also have got a couple of younger people who might not have been there, but uh, they're certainly doing something amazing as well. Um, there's something uh, amazing coming up. I think uh, the guys from Siabangena Seminars, we've had them before. And uh, today they're also going to just tell us exactly what's going to happen uh, come a few days from now. And there's really some really cool stuff that's also planned out for that as well. Yeah, man. It's going to be a session. You know yeah. what I think we should do? Because we haven't done it yet. Is the motivational minute. The motivation minute. Yeah, All right, man. so who's going this time? <laughs> Vaughn looks like he's dying. I was going to say Vaughn, but hey, I don't yeah, know. See, I might cough midway. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to rap this time. <laughs> yeah, no, yo, bro, I got this. Okay, cool. Throat. How about we do like a marathon thing? Yeah. Like it's, we're going to, you know, it, it's going to, not marathon, but let's say relay. Yeah, you know, that so, sounds good. So you'll do a little bit. Uh, I'll do a little bit Von you'll do a little bit And then just before you die We stop <laughs> Cool <laughs> That sounds good to me man Alright cool Three, two, one. Alright so I guess I'm kicking it off Take charge Take charge Take charge Take charge This is what I'm talking about to you today It's all about taking charge, realizing that your future is in your own hands. I don't know what happened to you in the past. I don't know what's happening to you today, but I want to tell you straight up that you're not a victim of your past, but rather the blueprint to your future. This is a time to remember that you, no matter what you're going through, you need to rise up in this day. A lot of people are talking about how this must fall and that must fall and how everything else must fall. But what I want to tell you today is that we must rise. In order for everything to be solved in this world, we must rise and realize that we are the solution to the issues and the problems and the past and whatever we're facing today. You are the solution. Take charge, rise up and leave your mark. Right there, as I'm continuing, leaving your mark means more than just, you know, leaving a mark and then disappearing. You need to make sure that whatever it is, it is something substantial. You want to leave a legacy. You want to leave something so that people can say, you were here. You know, there must be a reason that you came past here. You interacted with the people you interacted with. So that's the one thing that is always very important, that you also just build a rapport with people and have, you know, set commitments and that you actually make uh, keep your commitment to your commitment. That's the thing about young people these days. Sometimes what happens is the older people always say, you know what, we're not sure if they're reliable. We're not sure about this or that. What you need to do is start building a reputation for yourself. And you start that by just keeping your commitment to your commitment. 10 o'clock is 10 o'clock. 12 o'clock is 12 o'clock. And yes is yes and no means no. So these are some of the things that we really need to make sure that as a youth of 2016, 
We're actually taking charge to make sure that, you know what, you building that personal brand, something that's going to last for years and years to come. And it's a generational thing. You can't just start now and then leave it after some time. Build something and keep so- keep something that's going to last forever. Vaughn, you're up. Yeah, it's important to build something that's going to last forever, but at the same time, it's very important to build who you are while you're alive. I feel like a lot of us, we spend a lot of our time trying to think of what we're going to be doing with our lives. What are, What is our career going to be like? Where do we want to be? What are the type of things we want to own? Where do we want to live? But we uh, we don't spend a lot. We don't spend enough time thinking about the type of people we want to be. And I think uh, it's easy to fall into the trap of of. Uh, aiming at your, your material goals and, and the positions you want to be in but we don't easily take the time to think about the type of people we want to be and just as that beat dies down you still got to hear what, you still got to hear what I got to say so yeah I think uh, you know we got, we got to spend a little bit more time one th- um, concentrating on the type of people we want to be and set conceptual goals for us and forget the noise thank you very much Vaughn that was <laughs> a session yeah I told you dog like even me bro I go a cappella yeah like, no beats bro straight up I go, I go a cappella bro I rap no beat <laughs> no beat. Well, that that's pretty cool. Now, um, now jumping straight into our first guest, we got a gentleman on the line. Um, I'm hoping that he's still on the line right now. He's uh, he's actually some someone fantastic in the in the uh, landscape uh, industry, especially seascape as well. And the art lovers community is really really loved. And uh, he'd like to share a story about the value and importance of what a of what a mentor. Um, can actually do for you. Um, so it's going to be an amazing story about mentorship and, um, especially for young entrepreneurs and, uh, and those who, who couldn't afford the, the, um, you know, the, the luxury of going to tertiary education or even, uh, those who lack business skills when it comes to finance and marketing as well. And I mean, talking about that just before we chat to the gentleman, yeah. that, that's something that is, that, that's, that happens to quite a lot of people, right? Yeah, um, huh? Uh, in this day and age, right, twenty, um, I mean, forty years ago, there was the struggle for education and and uh, certain rights within education. But yeah. um, even looking, um, you know, forty years on, there's so many people who don't who don't have a tertiary education, or mm. maybe who never, you know, afforded the chance, who were never afforded the chance to, you know, to go that far. Yeah, yeah I, I think I, I think I can agree with you on that because it it's quite interesting when you say it because. As we're talking to this guy, I'm sure that one of the major things we need to emphasize is mentorship. Who are the people, the, the role models that we need to look up to? It's a very rare thing. And I don't want to fight the same fight 40 years from now. It seems like we're fighting a similar fight from 40 years ago, just on a different playing field. So, yeah, let's hear from him. All right, let's hear from the gentleman. Uh, Andrew Cooper, are you on the line, sir? Yes, yes, I'm here. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. Yes, yes, you are talking to Weza right now. Um, so, I mean, we're having a chat with uh, Andrew right here. He's fr- he's uh, in Cape Town right now. You still in Cape Town, Andrew? Yes, still in Cape Town. Yes. So, how's the weather looking like in Cape Town? Uh, today it's starting to clear up a little bit. We've had we've had our typical Cape Cape uh, winter sort of moving in the last couple of days. So now now we're back onto uh, yeah, clear skies and warmer weather. All that right. cold weather is coming this side now. <laughs> Clear skies and no normal weather. All right, it's 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 quite uh, unusual for anything to be normal when it comes to weather in Cape Town. <laughs> 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 that, that's what I enjoy as an artist. Uh, it's yeah. continually changing. There's so, so, so much different atmospheres and and uh, the light in Cape Town is wonderful at this time of the year. Yeah, no, that should be super fantastic. Are, are you are you uh, painting something right now uh, about the scenery in Cape Town? Um, actually, yeah. At the moment, I've, I've just just been working on a, a painting with um, some 
galloping horses down on Nordic Beach. It's wow. quite sort of dramatic scenery and also working on a, a, a painting of um, Clifton Beach. Wow. In Cape Town, which obviously a lot of people know. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, so it's just it's been a couple, a couple of new bits of pieces of work and also doing some work sort of out in the Hexaber Valley area as well, which is also at this time of the year in autumn is very dramatic. All the, um, the vines in that area go these incredible bright, bright, bright colors. Mm. I can imagine. Now, uh, uh, you you should definitely make sure that you um, you know take a little bit of a picture for us and just tag us on, on, or maybe just email it, and then we'll we'll put it out on on social media so people can check out how amazing your paintings of you know the sceneries of Cape Town look like. I think I I think I'm looking forward to seeing exactly you know how amazing this this uh, scenery really is. No, definitely. I'll definitely tag you a couple of images and uh, show you some of the things I've just recently completed. Great. Fantastic. Now, now, Andrew, um, you, you've got a really cool story to tell. Um, there, there's, um, you know, when it, especially when it comes to mentorship, you, you've done something really amazing in that space. Could you mind sharing that with us? With us? Um, yes, it's, it's, you know, it's an interesting story. I've, I've, I do quite a lot of my work um, in the mornings in, in one of the galleries down here in Cape Town. And um, I'd heard of an exhibition happening um, in Constantia Shopping Center with this artist, Eric. Mm-hmm. And he very kindly complimented me on um, being quite inspired by having seen work of mine previously in a gallery. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd go down and introduce myself to him and have a look at the work he was doing. And um, he's an absolutely lovely man with a fantastic nature and is so keen to... Um, get involved with his artwork and things that I invited him to come visit me up at the gallery when I was working there, which he, he does now on quite a regular basis yeah. in Sternberg. And from, from that, we just got sort of chatting about what what he was wanting to achieve with his art, um, explaining a little bit of his background. He's a Rwandian, he's come down here, um, and he's a, when I met him, when he still is, doing it part-time. He's a car guard at Concentra Shopping Centre. Wow. Oh, wow. So, yeah, for him to have that sort of aspiration and take himself um, from that position of being car guard to now he's, he's, he's doing some exhibitions. Uh, he just recently had an exhibition actually at the Concentra Shopping Centre where he is a car guard. Wow. So it's been a wonderful transformation and for people to, to witness that, um, and I've really enjoyed being involved with it because it's, it's incredibly rewarding, particularly with somebody like Eric, who's um, literally like a sponge. He sucks everything up. Mm. A lot of my instruction is just verbal, um, which he he seems to take it in. And by the time I see him the following week, I can see he's implied all of the uh, work that I've shown him and all the, the suggestions I've given he's put into practice. Mm. And his work has improved incredibly in, in, in four, five, six months. Wow. Um, and then as a result of this, we've had quite a lot of um, media exposure, which has been fantastic to to help him along, and it's obviously been very nice for me as well. But where I think it's important is it, it, it creates that encouragement that people need. So it's one thing having a talent, but feeling that the public or the community is behind you yeah. And encouraging you. I think that's done a massive amount for his um, general uh, confidence. Yeah, yeah, that's a life-changing experience, man. You literally took him out from his past and allowed him to realize his potential, in essence, right? Well, 
Well, to a degree, but I, mean, I wouldn't like to take uh, too much of the, uh, the, uh, the uh, compliment for that because, uh, to a large degree, I think it's, it's his motivation, and I think that's key to um, him inspiring others in, the, in a similar position. Yeah. Um, he's very motivated to, to, to succeed in what he does. Mm. And I think also very importantly, he, 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 he goes the extra mile in that he's, he's, he's got a job um, working as a car guard. And then in the evenings, you know, you would imagine being quite exhausted, having yeah. to listen and put up with everyone. He then sits down and he paints until sort of one, two in the morning. Jeez. And that allows him to um, create the work and at the same time have a source of income. So it's not so much of a pressure on him for painting. Definitely. Um, but having said that, of course, now with him starting to sell paintings, um, you know, he's, he's making far more money than he was ever going to be making <laughs> as a car guard. Yeah. Is he I think in his last exhibition, he sold um, two paintings. I think one for about 10,000 rand wow. and the other for about uh, three or 4,000 rand. Sure, that's and, deep. Um, yeah, the public are getting behind him, which is great. And um, I think the, 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 the thing going forward for a lot of artists like himself is, is, is getting that exposure um, and also the public getting involved and getting to... Yeah, listen to the stories of some of these artists. Mm. And um, I think it makes the experience when you buy into somebody's art and you know a little bit about the background and the story of the artist. It just makes makes the whole um, process a lot more interesting for the yeah. buyer. Wow, that's super fantastic. So um, is, is he still a car guard or has he left that completely? No, he's still, um, I think he's doing about one one or two days a week. Okay. Um, so that that sort of, and I, th- I think also now where it's actually sort of also paying that he is still working as a car guard is giving a lot of people an opportunity to chat to him and meet him when they come up mm. to the shopping centre. So everyone now is on the lookout for Eric the car guard, the, celebra- the celebrity <laughs> like car guard, yeah. and uh, <laughs> hoping to to meet him. Yeah, yeah. So I think also with, with with this publicity and him him still working a little bit as a car guard, it also lends an opportunity to be in contact with the public and then people can also you know, commission paintings from him or, or buy directly from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Now, um, Andrew, you've got more than 20 years experience uh, w- w- in, in artistry, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, that's right. And I'm only 20 years old. What? <laughs> <laughs> Been doing this your whole life. It came out, it came out the womb painting. <laughs> came out the womb painting, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 48 years old. Yeah, I've been painting full time for, for for about 20 years now. Mm. And um, prior to that, a little bit like Eric as well. I I, I never studied art. I also uh, I did some work when I was younger. Oh, what were you um, doing before? I, I actually studied marketing and sales of all things, and then um, got into a. We started a little business, family business. So I worked with them for several years. Mm. But I think my heart was always going to be um, in the art. But it's wow. also, once again, like Eric, it allowed me to to um, earn a bit of an income without the pressure of being, you know, going full-time with your art. And I think that's yeah. crucial for anyone, I think, with any sort of um, artistic talent. It's definitely a good idea, if you can, to try have a, a, a primary form of income. Yeah. And then in your spare time, and this is where it's difficult, in your spare yeah. time then to, to work, as hard as you can on that um, creative talent that you have. Mm. 
now, allowing you at a point, maybe for five, six years down the line, then to go full-time. Um, that way you sort of developed your skills without being um, totally determined on earning an income yeah. from it. And in fact, um, what, what I pretty much say is this a similar thing with uh, when you, especially when you have pa- parents pressure pressurizing you to you know to do something safe or, or you know to go for something that's your primary income. And, I, and I've, if I use your example to say, look, if you say to your mom, "No, I want to paint my whole life," and she's like, "No way, I don't know anyone who's painting who's you know who's who has a stable." income and and has kids and has and they go to schools that are proper so so they they can't uh endorse that but uh absolutely wh- mm, and and what what i've come to notice is that um, what families and mothers really want for you is to be happy to be able to afford life and uh you know to just to to just be able to have a steady source of income and not to be broke all the time so so what 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 uh, what normally we would recommend is one would um, you know do exactly as you say build that thing slowly on the side while you're still focusing on the primary source of income and then one day when uh, when you know the thing that you're building on your side which in your case was you know paint uh, um, you know artistry and, and painting yeah. and and so on once that now becomes solid enough then you can go back to your parents and and present that to them and say well look this is what I'm doing now and um, this is why I'm doing it, and this is what it's doing for me, and I'm happy, and all your concerns are catered for. Look, I'm I'm, I'm able to you know to sustain myself. W- would you say that that's that that was almost hundred percent the case for you? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I, I think when I first uh, suggested the idea to my mother of, of possibly uh, exploring the idea of being an artist, I think it was met with the same reaction most parents would have. Yeah. If their children is, are suggesting going into some or other creative field, and that's it's very difficult to uh, make a success of it, and obviously mm-hmm. it's not always um, the most lucrative form of an income to start with. Yeah. But having said all of that, I think you know it's, it's all about information, and I think if if, if, if you know the young kids out there, or not even necessarily just young kids, are there people who are looking to maybe make a change in their careers or something, and they have a talent. Yeah. To, to to explore that and, and in a world like today I think a lot of people like to have some sort of control going forward so um, yeah, if you are involved in your own creative endeavors uh, as risky as it can be you still have the control and I think to a large degree the uh, so-called so, so security that people think they're getting out of the traditional workplace uh, is not necessarily there mm. Um and I think the opportunity now with um, social media and, and, and generally with internet links for artists to put their work out there and, and be noticed is far easier than it was, say, 10, 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, as an artist, if I wanted to show my work to a gallery overseas, I'd have to hop on an airplane, put a whole lot of canvases under my arm and go show to them. You know, the whole process has become a lot easier. And obviously now with... Um, social media and things. people are now able to communicate a lot more with the artists where in the past they were sort of kept kept away from the public <laughs> and galleries used to be quite protective of the artists that they they had so yeah. often you know the, the, the public buying public wasn't yeah. actually making the connection with the artist Andrew I've got a quick question for you man um, 
Uh, sorry, my name is Vaughn. I haven't introduced myself. How are you doing? Hi, <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I just, want to, I just want to know on a personal level, uh, what has what has your artistry and what has your art since you've been doing it full time taught you about yourself? Um, it, 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 it definitely teaches you self discipline. Um, that can be it's a quick lesson thing, or yeah. a long lesson or a painful lesson. Mm. <laughs> but um, I, I think I think most people. And then uh, talking to me about art, I'm sort of quite surprised that how, how how do you how do you discipline yourself to sit down and not be sidetracked and distracted by other things yeah. and not having a boss on you? I yeah. think that's one of the lessons one one learns is is is, is, is creating some sort of routine to work with. Um, and then yeah, I think just to to remain in a in a, in a creative space, I sort of for for me as an artist painting, um, taking yourself out into the environment that mm. inspires you. Uh, in mm. my case, I do sort of predominantly landscapes and, and mountain scenes of the Cape. So yeah. I, I take myself out and about and uh, enfold myself in that environment rather than for what a lot of artists, unfortunately, I think are doing is spending time on the internet sort of sorting images. Yeah, because you, 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 you learn a lot more when you submerge yourself into different uh, scenarios and different yeah. environments and uh, yeah, different uh, sort of different energies all help you sort of generate the right content and, and, and get the right inspiration, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, inspiration always around the next corner <laughs> yeah well you certainly proved that thank you very much Andrew um, your your story right here is actually um, encouraging quite a lot of people and in fact us as well especially ones who want to go into you know to creative uh, fields and and uh, normally the question is who do you know who's already doing it well now we know Andrew Cooper right absolutely thank yes, you very you much more than welcome to um, to, to get in touch with me and uh, I think since I've been working with Eric um, I've had quite a lot of people inquire about uh, they create whether they do bead work, uh, yeah. whether they're doing painting, whether they're musicians. Just I think just they they see that there is actually a light at the end of the tunnel that you know following this creative dream um, could could become lucrative and could become very rewarding and enriching yeah. to each person. All right, um, Andrew. Just in closing, so where do we find you, or uh, is there a website maybe that we can yes, visit? Yes, my website is uh, www.cooperart. Cooper C O O P E R. Cooper Art One Word. and you can click on to Facebook as well, and um, some of the stories uh, regarding Eric and our relationship are on there as well. Great stuff. All right, thank you very much, Andrew. Uh, good Thanks day to you, right there. Cheers, man. Today, an alien ship attacked Earth. Should we be nervous? Um, yeah. Let's show them Earth is not for the taking. Because I guess they didn't get the message the first time. That is definitely bigger than the last one. In cinemas 24 June, experience Independence Day resurgence in Stairkinecore's IMAX 3D and at New Metro in Scene Extreme and 4DX. All right, so we back and we unplugged and we in charge. This is uh, certainly something pretty proper. We've been chatting to quite a number of people. Uh, and uh, this time around, we, of course, have 
new guests right here as well. These guys right here are pretty cool. But before them, Simpiwe, what do you guys, what do you think of uh, the previous guest? That was actually quite an inspiring story, man. I mean, I think we all have a part to play in assisting our fellow brothers and sisters out there because a lot of people can't get out of their situations without having somebody believe in them. So yeah, man, using your craft, using your skill and going out there is something quite powerful, right? Yeah, definitely, bro. I think, uh, I think a lot of the time we, uh, we neglect the, the, the power we have in, in collaborating yeah, and assisting bro. people. You know what I mean? If we did it more, we'd probably find, uh, you know, our world and our country moving a lot quicker. Yeah, bro. No, but what, that's what we're doing, man. We're trying to change the world together. Yeah, We've for been sure. doing this, man. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, and, sure. and other guys who are also trying to change the world for the better are the uh, guys from Siabangena Seminars that we joined with uh, right here. Guys, how are you guys doing? Hi, we good on yourself? Oh, ah, fantastic, fantastic. So I'm chatting to Sne and Swusiso. Sure. sure. Okay, Smoo, we've had you here before. <laughs> you got a familiar voice, but then we got a lovely lady right here joining you. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Cool. Yes, I'm the partner in the Siabangena Seminar. Oh, right. Okay. The better, the better so. half. <laughs> 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 Don't have to take it there, boy. Yeah. Don't have to take it there. <laughs> All right, guys. So, um, uh, so we, we're going to chat to you guys in just a short little while about, you know, what you guys are doing and what you guys got lined up for us. Um, I know that, uh, you guys always bring some really great things uh, to the table in terms of just inspiring the youth and so on as well. But we did promise that we'd, we're going to be chatting to someone who is um, pretty big in, ter- in, in our view because, I mean, he was one of the student leaders in 1976. All right, this right here is something pretty big. And uh, we, we actually might be having him on the line right about now. Um, Bunny, how are you doing, sir? Fine, how are you? Ah, we are fantastic. Baba, it's such a pleasure speaking to you and it's such a privilege and an honor too. Wow. So 1976, Onole <laughs> Da. You are the one who was supposed to say to us, Vavas J. <laughs> Where were you? Maybe you're not around. Wow. We were yeah. definitely not around. We were not no. even a thought at that time. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't even a thought. Yeah, man. <laughs> but Baba, thank you for yeah. joining us so much. You're speaking to Simpiwe Petros. And uh, we've also got Vaughn here in studio with us. We just want to, first of all, honor you and thank you for the sacrifice you made 40 years ago because, um, I mean, you fought for our future and you didn't even know who we were, you know? Thank you, Spirit, and your listeners. Yeah, man. So just tell us a bit about the day, 1976. Take us back a bit. Take us back. Let us picture this from your point of view. Okay, I just want to take you two steps before the actual day. Okay. That's in a nutshell. Um, the thing is, in 75, in 1975, when the uh, Bantu Education Board decided that we as black students should start learning our language through the meaning of instruction. Now, I want to make it clear that when we're fighting against Africans, we're not fighting against God's entire language. We're fighting Africans because it was a language which was from our oppressor. Yeah. Mm. Because they wanted uh, they wanted us to learn uh, biology, chemistry, uh, math as the minimum of instruction. And no. we said, no, we are not going to do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what we're going to do, uh, we're going to march towards Stage, uh, stadium. But before we could do that, we must go all around the, the high school yeah. sort of to inform them. We can't, we can't take any child or anybody to the streets without knowing what the person is marching for. Mm. We're very responsible at the time. We had to inform them. So, and the other thing, remember that when we said we don't want African families as a minimum of instruction, we have realized that before, in the olden days, during the slavery, 
they were putting shackles and chains on the black person. Yeah. But now the days have passed, and now we're in the days where it was no longer allowed for a black man to be in shackles. So what they did was just to maybe to strip us off our culture and tradition. And in that way, the United Nations, the whole world, will never accuse them. Mm. And then we decided that, no, we're going to march to show the Bantu Education Department that we don't want Africans as a means of instruction. Then on the 13th of June, that's when we went and met at the OCC and yeah. told even the students that we are not going to be violent, we are just going to be peaceful. Yeah. Mm. Yes, on, on, on the 16th, that day, in the morning, it was nice, shiny, but cool and chilly. Mm. The students from Naledi and, 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 and the Wild West, so they call those, those schools, coming to join us from Morris, marching towards Matege, which is Pefeni and uh, Orlando West, to take those schools, and then also march towards Orlando Stadium. We're going to write a petition and take it over to uh, John, John Foster. Yeah. But as we're, as we're marching, mm-hmm. I mean, it was a jovial, nice day. You know, it, it was the first time for black students to take to the street. Yeah. So we're just happy singing Kosigela, singing Senzenina. And... Well, in the match, CAT, Koto, and the rest were in front. Myself, Hastings, Ovu, and uh, Mefimurube, and Tizman were coming at the back, trying to stop those who want to run out, you know, those who want to skive that day. Mm. But as the match was coming to a ground at Villagas uh, uh, Street, CAT and others went into the school to go and talk to those uh, children, the students. Then the police were coming behind us. But as the match came to a halt, then when we turned, we, at the, at the back, we became the ones in front. Yo. Now, as, as we're watching, facing the, the police uh, uh, events and the police uh, uh, men, then they unleashed the Alsatian dog, which Yo. when they came to us, know that an Alsatian dog will bite you. Then we stoned it, and then when I was trying to fight, we killed it. Yeah. And this policeman took out his revolver without any provocation, mm. without saying a word. He fired a shot towards us, which hit Hastings Ovu, who was next to me on my right hand side. Yo, my and the goodness. other side was 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 Mesmurube uh, and Tizimaleo. Now that's the very first victim, which I must tell you that it was not Hastings, but uh, it was not Hector. It was Hastings Ovu who was yeah. the first victim. That was the first person who was shot on the day. Yeah, that was the first uh, person. But at that time, the media, like Sam, was not there. Yeah, but yeah. SM, SM uh, caught wind of the march of the students when he went out. Then he met Mbuisa carrying this uh, uh, Hector, yeah. the sister in next, next to, 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 to them. And then he took that shot. Fine, mm. if he had said Hector was among the very first people to kill that day, we would have a problem. Yeah. But we don't want to distort history. Yeah. We must correct this thing. Yes. Children in 100 years to come, they must understand where we come from. Mm. Because the very first blood which was shared came from the son of Kinslow, which was yeah. Hastings Law. One that of the leaders, the, yeah. Yeah, that, that was the, the, the blood which started to crack the wall of apartheid. We the, are free today because of those kids and the blood which were shared that day. Yeah. And ever since that day, then we ran back to our school mm-hmm. uh, to go and try and reorganize ourselves. Yeah. And we said, the following day, we're going to march until the, 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 the uh, white government understand what yeah. our protest, protest was all about. Yeah. Yeah. But along the way, it was found that myself, CAT, uh, Machinini, and, and Say Bissimna were driving the same car because I was the only student at the time that I was driver's license and I had a car. Now, that car, people always ask me, 
said, Bunny, as a young boy, why did they get a car? I said, the story of a car or a car that was driving. That is the story which I'll tell next time. All what I used to do was, was to repossess. <laughs> if, I put it, if I put it nicely, it was the story. I was kindly our. repossessed. <laughs> no, no, taking, back, those cars. taking back the so, wealth. <laughs> so it, that day, it changed from education to fighting for human dignity, human rights. Because remember that the bunch of education or the white government at the time, they were just making us better slaves for them, yeah. Yeah. not just to be better people. Mm. Hence, we say that education, mm. it's, a, it's a best tool for a person to go forward. Mm. Education, it's a tool which makes our, uh, our economy much better. Mm. Remember when the late uh, President Nelson Mandela said, children must go to school because tomorrow if they don't go to school, we're going to get people from outside who are going to run our country, mm. will take over. Yeah. Hence, you see this xenophobia because we are ill-treated. Now, um, at this stage, I was saying to other people yesterday that those people who are in the high positions at the moment in government, they are the, some of them are those people who were, who were running with industry. But today, when the kids are saying that the fees must fall, we yeah. us during those days, we're not fighting for the fees must fall, we're fighting for free education. Yes, Because yeah. when you say the fees must fall, maybe they're paying 20,000 a thousand rands per month. And if they say, okay, let's bring it down to 15,000. It has fallen. But when we say free education, we mean totally free education. And when we wanted better facilities in yeah. the location, we, we have better education in the location, we do not mean that our students or our youngsters should go to town and to model cities. Yeah. We said, if they've got swimming schools, uh, swimming pools in their schools, let's have swimming uh, pools in the location. If they've got better laboratories, let us also have better laboratories. If they have better teachers, let's also have better teachers. So it's all about fair treatment in essence, right, Baba? It's fair treatment. We should not be treated. Some of the people who who are sitting uh, on the desk there, they've never smelled the the, the gun, the the tear gas. They didn't know. They were not there when we were beating the dogs in short air. Hence, today, they they are not prepared to, to move an inch. We say... Give the student an ear. So mm. if you don't give a student an ear, they'll keep on protesting and protesting, and mm. ultimately they they let your your your, your government fall. You mm. So we're saying listen to your to, to, to your students because that's what we're fighting for. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's still a pity that even today in the rural areas, when we're fighting for better education, there are still children who who still get their lessons under trees. That means they are seasonal students because yeah. when it rains, they're not at school. When it's cold, they're not to school. Only when it's sunshine, they're going to school. Yeah. Which means that a day lost is a day never regained. Yeah. Yeah. Let us not destroy the, the, the black child. So what I want to ask you, Baba... Yes. Uh, mm. I just want to ask you one question quickly. Sorry for interrupting, but um, yeah, no. we're running short on time. And what I want to ask you is, um, 40 years later, it seems like we're fighting a similar fight with language policy and um, un- unequal treatment and unfair treatment. And I want to ask a question for the future specifically. How do we move forward going forward? Because I don't want to see the same fight 40 years from now. What do we yeah. need to do today to build a better tomorrow? There's no better tool than sitting around with our uh, our, our officials yeah. around the table, understanding our plight. In fact, they don't have to understand because they are black too. Exactly. They know where we come from. These are the people supposed to understand. Instead of us going to them, they should 
preempt mm. and bringing all those facilities, changing the curriculum, which will suit the black child for our country. Yeah. But even the students, the SSRC, let them organize themselves as a, a leaders of tomorrow. Mm. You see, as, as an SRC, you are not an opposition to the institution. You are just a link between the young and good administration. Exactly. So let them come together. Let, and when they get there, they must not allow the government to destroy and, and what's it, to, set, to divide us. Exactly. We are, edu- education has got no uh, party politics. Education is education as a single unit. So let them go there and not represent their parties, but let them uh, Stand in uh, unity. Rep- represent young experience. people. Yeah, I, I yeah, agree with that. People. Yeah, we yeah. we need to yeah. we need we need young people to represent young people and uh, as a, as an entirety as a collective yeah, so that we have a common a, goal. It's not about a title anymore. It's rather about coming no, no, together. About, no, because I was talking to because Panyaza was here today and the mayor when we uh, opening uh, reopening uh, renaming Hastings uh, Street and I said to them, I'm giving them a challenge. That I want to be given an opportunity that I should also go around school, explaining yeah. to them what we are fighting for. When we said wanted better education, what is better education? How can we curb this violence? Because we cannot fight the government today as if we're still fighting the the, the, the white government that time. It's a different ball, a ball of game today. But yeah. they must not treat us when students are fighting. Then they start uh, chasing them away schools spending them. It's not that you're destroying a black child. Exactly. Definitely. Okay, thank yeah. you very much, Mr. <laughs> Sorry, we're running out of time here. We've got to uh, no, we've no. got to jump onto our next interview. We, we no, really uh, we really appreciate uh, we really appreciate speaking to you and thank you so much for your sacrifices. Uh, we 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 would love to get you in studio one day again, but we'll we'll definitely be in touch. Thank you so much, sir. My, it will be my honor. My time is yours. Thank you so Great much, stuff. sir. You're welcome. Have a nice afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Well, Bye. that was uh, Mr. Barney Mukhetla. He was, of course, one of the uh, student leaders back in 1990, um, 1976. Yeah, I almost said 1996. <laughs> Yo, Twitter was gonna have me. <laughs> right. Um, we are, of course, also joined here by the guys from Siabangena Seminars. Um, Sneh, what do you guys got for us this time? I'd actually like to share a message um, from us uh, to the youth of today. Yeah. After hearing those amazing words from Babani and what they went through yeah. um, in 1976 in Soweto. The youth of 1976 remind me that we need more leaders and less followers. The question I constantly ask myself is what am I doing for our struggle today of economic freedom? It isn't enough for me to live for only me. It's a constant emotional battle to be progressing while many like me are hustling in the streets or sitting at home wondering how their families will ever see themselves out of poverty. Nothing dampens one's spirits more than driving in a comfortable car and in front of you, 18 men who look like your father sit in the back of a construction truck laughing their hard day's pain away. But we all know they are going home to shacks, primer stoves, bathing in plastic tubs and low-grade food. Many black children are their parents' only hope. Let's make these heroes who gave us life proud by staying in school, passing well, pushing boundaries, growing in our space, starting businesses, constantly making moves, helping others, and opening ourselves up to massive opportunities. And this can only happen if you truly believe you can do it. Don't be deaf and dumb to the painful past of SA because it has bred a lot of today's issues. But as young people of today, let's commemorate mm. and remember. We have already been taught to forgive. But youth of 2016, let us not forget. 
Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Very, very dope. Um, and uh, Smu, what, what's, what's happening next in 30 seconds? Oh, we've got a seminar actually on the 25th of June, which is next week Saturday in Sanson Fridman Drive, Fridman Towers. Um, we've got great speakers, young mm. business leaders in uh, different industries. So we'll be bringing the likes of Babani, leaders from 1976 and leaders of today, Gazak Scoop, Siabonga Gwekazi, uh, Kabomo, we yeah. have Homoto Poe, uh, who is the founder of Soweto Adventure, um, Tours yeah. in Soweto, as well as Vaughn, one of your own. Mm. Um, he's also I'm out there, bro. Vaughn, everything. <laughs> <laughs> also a young leader that we look up to. And we're going to be discussing the past and the present and how do you move forward. So Excuse you can me. basically catch us on Twitter, Siabangena SA, or our website, www.siabangenaseminars.co.za. Cool stuff. Well, that was more than 30 seconds, but I guess who's <laughs> counting, right? Cool stuff. Thank you so, so much for joining us, everybody. This has been certainly one of the shortest hours in the week. We always have quite a lot of really good stuff. Till next time, take charge. Cliff Central.